Today's program was made possible by the generous prayer and support of the faithful friends and partners of this ministry. Visit our new website at Sheila.media. Hi, everyone, and thank you for tuning in to this edition of the Sheila Zielinski Show. I wanted to get at least this show done, and I want to say thank you for your prayers. I want to thank you for your support. It really means a lot to me right now in this very difficult time for my family. My sister and I are taking turns taking care of our father, and I really appreciate your prayers. I am believing for a miracle in a, what the doctors have called a hopeless situation. We're talking about a terminal situation, but I'm believing for a total miracle. So please stand in agreement with me on that. Your prayers just mean so much to me right now. Now listen, if you have not heard the show I did this week with Dr. Danny Morano, please go back and listen to that. In fact, I've linked it below in the description that is on the thread in the YouTube. A lot of people say, well, what what do you mean you've linked it below? If you go down into the YouTube video description, what really helps if you're subscribed to my YouTube channel, and of course, follow me on my podcast, all that information is below in the description as well. Go back and listen to that show with Dr. Danny Morano. Now listen, he's got an India trip coming up in November, and I really hope that I can count on you to get behind this missions trip. There's some real dear brothers in the Lord that really need your help. And Danny, of course, does support them. And I really encourage you, please, if you are not a supporter of Dr. Danny Morano's ministry, I really want to ask you to take that to the Lord. And please prayerfully consider standing alongside Danny Morano's ministry as well, because I personally know that he's one of the most anointed, powerful men of God. Danny Morano Live is something that we're going to have to do an event next year, a 2019 powerful revival type weekend event. I'd love to see Augusto Perez there. I would love to see Danny Morano there of course, myself to be in attendance of that. Wouldn't that? Well, let's believe for that for 2019. That's an event I want to be at. A return to the Book of Acts. Powerful, powerful Holy Ghost meetings. That's what I want to see for 2019. Just a powerful time with the Holy Spirit. That is going to be wonderful. Well, listen, I want to jump into the show today. You've requested him on repeatedly. And he's back. It is your favorite Florida firefighter, the one, the only, Mark Taylor, joins me. He is a really good friend of the program, and I consider him to be a personal friend. I believe that he is a true prophet of God, and we need to really be holding him up in prayer, folks. Without further ado, it is the one, the only, Mark Taylor. Mark, welcome to the program, sir. It is a pleasure to have you back on, my friend. Uh, thank you, Sheila. It's always glad to be back. Well, listen, Mark, there's an old idiom, of course, we know this, pulling out all the stops, and it really references this idea of using all the resources or force at one's disposal. We ain't seen nothing yet, but hey, I want to just encourage people, God is still at the helm. And I always like to remind people, don't forget, Trump is only a man. We're to put our trust in almighty God. We need to be praying. We need to be holding Trump up in prayer. But we don't need to be anxious, do we, Mark? No, we don't. And I've been warning people about this. This stuff was coming for almost, what, eight 
18 months now. Look, they're going to riot in the streets. There's nothing, uh, you know, we, we need to be praying to stop the riots. The civil unrest is coming in some places. I think at some point, I'm not 100% on this, at some point they could declare martial law, maybe in parts of the country or the whole country, um, but it's nothing to be to walk in fear about. This this has to be done. This is, you know, this is the best time right now. All our prayers for decades, the people have been praying for decades for the corruption to be removed. God's doing it. I mean, he's literally doing it. God's going to clean this mess up, and certain things are going to take place. We have a, an, a real enemy, the cabal, who's out there kicking and screaming because he, they're losing their power. And I got news for them. Nothing they do is going to work. Nothing's going to stop God's agenda, and it is to clean this mess up. So between now and the election, they're going to pull out every weapon of their warfare right now. And you're seeing it happen with Florence. You're seeing it happen with uh, the fires in Boston. I'm not so sure that's not from them because I've never seen that. Uh, a third-generation firefighter, and I've seen what was going on with this gas line business. Something's awfully funny yeah. with that. And uh, you're seeing all these things. You're seeing the stuff with Kavanaugh. You know, you're seeing these demons manifest. You know, as far as the, the leadership and what they're doing to this poor judge and their family, they're pulling everything they can. So we just need to walk in faith, don't walk in fear, especially when these mass arrests begin to go down, because that's also when the civil unrest is, is really going to probably heat up as far as that is concerned. But again, we have the victory. God's already told us the end of this. This is victory for us. And that's this is what we've been praying for. And we get to witness what others that have gone before us and we're praying for, but never got to witness. We get to witness it. We get to see this actually happen. You know, you mentioned Judge Kavanaugh. It has nothing to do with Roe versus Wade, because I'm getting a lot of emails. It really has has to do with these military tribunals. These people yeah. are going to be charged with treason. Some may be executed. I've been seeing in my spirit that something's coming. This isn't some cutesy phrase that we're just saying. God is saying time is up for those that are corrupt. But there's something else too in my spirit, Mark, that has to do with the church, quite frankly. All that stuff is going on politically. You see the corruption, but you also see complete corruption in the church. You know, Mark and I have talked about this Babylonian counterfeit system. Time is up for that too. Now, I don't know, Mark, if you saw this Alabama pastor talking about Jezebel witchcraft, the need to pray for Trump. Let me, for the listeners who haven't heard this, I want to play a couple clips from this church service that has now gone viral. Let's listen. Now, before I close, I want to visit the scripture of the day. Jezebel's son came in contact with Jehu. They passed each other. Look what the scripture says. It came to pass when Joram saw Jehu, he said, is it peace, Jehu? And he answered, what peace? So long as the whoredoms of thy mother Jezebel and her witchcrafts are so many. So here's what I don't want you to stumble over. Don't stumble over that word witchcraft. When Elijah faced Jezebel, he was facing witchcraft. I want everybody to hear what I'm saying to you. I don't know if you know this, and I don't know if you don't believe me when I tell you this, but what's happening right now in America is witchcrafts trying to take this country over. It's witchcraft. It's trying to take America back over. And I want to tell you something else. I am not being political, but I don't see how President Trump bears up under it. He's as strong as I have ever seen a man be. But here's what the Holy Spirit said to me last night, and here's what he said for me to tell you. He said, tell the church that so far Trump has been dealing with Ahab, but Jezebel is fixing to step out from the shadows. That's what the Lord said to me. I felt a real powerful unction on me when I was preaching this about intimidation. But then last night when the Lord gave me this about the witchcraft, the Lord said he's been dealing with this. But he said, pray for him now. Because he said, there's about to be a shift and the deep state is about to manifest. And it's going to be a showdown like you can't believe. So I'm coming to you as a prophet. And I'm telling you, it's time to pray for the president. 
Mark, this is amazing. You you just heard these clips. You and I have been saying this for the last year. We've been talking about the spirit of Jezebel. We've talked about the spirit of Ahab, comparing it to Elijah and the showdown with the prophets of Baal. I mean, this is really confirmation for us. This is amazing. Absolutely, and, and you got to understand that, that Jezebel's behind a lot of this because she's controlling the earth right now. She's the one in control of the elite. You know, it's all about control. It's all about manipulation in order to keep that control. She's also behind the abortion. She's also behind the child sacrifice. Why? Because it's feeding that entity called Baal. You know, so I mean, Baal being the strong man over America. So Jezebel is the one that's in control of, of, of the government. She's in control of, of most of our churches. I mean, it, so it, it is it is amazing to see this right now because I mean, you know, the Lord told me a long time ago that there's another showdown coming between the spirit of Elijah and the, and the prophets of Baal. So, I mean, you're fixing to find out there's a separation that's going on right now, and not just in the political realm, but also, I believe, in the spiritual realm with these evangelical leaders. And there's literally another showdown coming because God is going to separate. You're going to see the corrupt and the church brought down. The corruption that's going to be exposed in the church is going to parallel that in the political realm. And I think you're going to see some massive corruption come forth with people that you trusted the most. There's going to be a lot of people are going to get hurt. They're going to feel betrayed. And I'm not just talking about the Catholic Church here. I'm talking about all denominations, because again, they have allowed that entity called Jezebel in. These pastors have allowed it to come in. They have not dealt with it, and they won't stand up to her. And I guess what the general public doesn't realize, Mark, because we do, we get a lot of criticism, emails, we get bashed because we talk about something a lot of people don't want to touch with a 10-foot pole. And I'm not so sure I haven't heard anyone else talking about this, but it's like, why does Mark bash the 501c3? It's not about bashing it, is it? No, it's not about bashing the 501c3. It's about performing a rescue mission because that system, the 501c3 system, is under judgment. And if you're a part of that system and you you call yourself a house of prayer, folks, you're in trouble. I'm just telling you, you've got God is calling His people out of the Babylonian system. Period. The 501c3 was a bribe that the church took. Why was it a bribe? Because they took that 30 pieces of silver, that extra tax benefit that Johnson, you know, I, I still say to this day, Johnson was not smart enough to do this. It took a think tank uh, in 1954, which is also the same year the Bilderbergs was established. No coincidence there. Yeah. So, and they knew in the end times that these pastors would become dirty, filthy lucres, and exactly that. And they so they fell for the trap. They took the bribe. And when you take a bribe, what does the Bible say? The Bible says it blinds the eyes of the wise and perverts the words of the righteous. He says it twice in there. So it's, it's like, this is why the perversion is coming out of the church. Church. This is why the church is under a curse, if you will. That system is under a curse uh, because you you took um, a bribe or, or money for the slaying of the innocent for abortion. You know, you, if if you look at 1954, move 10 years ahead. What was what happened? Prayer was taken out of schools. Where was the church? Silent. The enemy is very patient. Now, why did he wait 10 years? Because he had to get enough churches under that system where they knew the other half that still had power and authority couldn't take them on. So he waits another 10 years after that, the big one, Roe versus Wade. Where was the church? Silent. They were nowhere to be found for that 30 pieces of silver. So when you take a bribe for the slaying of the innocent, you are now under a curse, period. The church is under a curse, is under a veil. And we wonder why these big-time leaders or people in the church sometimes, they can't see. It's because they took a bribe. They're blinded, literally blinded. They cannot see. They cannot hear what they're doing right now. And Sheila, I have seen this firsthand with leaders that literally, it's like they're glazed over. They can't capture, they can't even understand. It's like God has handed them over to a reprobate mind almost. Yes, yes. You know, the Lord told me, I said, Lord, how is this judgment going to actually work? And this was a long time ago. And he showed me a train, a locomotive. And on the locomotive said Babylon. 
And the rest of the train, each car that was hooked at that locomotive represented a ministry. Well, if you draw a horizontal line through that train that it would cross, he said, Mark, that's the point of no return. He said, this train's moving at warp speed. And he said, the judgment is first and second Timothy 4. They will no longer listen to sound doctrine or truth. And he said, it's moving at warp speed. So when you look at this, Sheila, it's like it, we're in a time of, of this judgment that is now, it's not coming, it's here now. And ministries are going across that line, a point of no return, at warp speed. That's scary to think about right now. And what God's trying to do is he's trying to perform a rescue mission because we have good people that are stuck in these systems that are in this system that have got to come out of it right now. God's calling these people out of it right now. But what I'm really interested in what you just said, because God's been showing me a mind-blinding spirit. It's like a veil mark that is over the eyes. And I think a lot of the people in these 501c3 churches, essentially, they're a part of that mind-blinding spirit, aren't they? Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that's the part where the Scripture talks about it blinds the eyes of the wise. Even the wise cannot see this. Uh, we even have prophetic ministries that are in the 501c3. And it's like, look, we've got to come out of this. And it's like, everybody wants to attack Mark Taylor for saying 501c3. It's like, well, people with that old saying, you know, you hit people in the wallet, you see their true colors. It's because they don't want to turn loose of that money. And it's like, look, what you're saying is in the spirit is that God cannot meet my needs, so I need mammon to do it. And what the problem is, uh, you know, we can go in, we can keep going further with this because we can do a whole show on the 501c3, but it's a, it's a demonic contract with Baal. And the reason, how you know this is that a lot of times coming out of the 501c3, I think there's ways around it now that they're coming out with, but it used to be that you would have to get rid of all of your assets and you would lose everything, basically, to come out of that 501c3. It's like being with the mafia. You know, once you're in, you're in. You don't come out. Here's the other thing that people don't realize, is that they're going to find out very quickly, very soon this is coming, that information is going to get dropped on what was fixing to happen in this country. And when you're a 501c3, you fall under the head of the federal government. That's one level of governing. When you're incorporated, you fall under the state. And most churches, we don't have exact numbers, but about 95, 96% are 501c3, and just about 99.9% are incorporated. And so when you fall under that, what you've done is you cut the head off of the Lord himself. You are no longer a part of the body. He's not the head of your church. The state is. Baal is at the federal level. We have a slavery mentality. We want to be governed over. It's like, what happened to ruling and reigning in Christ in heavenly places? It's because now you have two levels of governing over you. So how can you govern when you're being governed over? You can't. This is why they don't want your children in homeschool. This is why they don't want you having a home church, because they cannot control you. It's all about control. It's Jezebel all over again. They can't indoctrinate you into their way of thinking and their way of doing things because they have no control. This is why they want you under the 501c3. Now, my case in point to this is I've been warning people what was going to happen Hillary Clinton, uh, Obama was the starter. She was going to be the finisher. They were gonna, she was going to come in, and she was going to say, you preach transgender or homosexuality from the pulpit, or as a 501c3, we have certain things that you have to follow by. If not, we're going to shut you down and turn you into a satanic temple or a mosque. That was their plan, and I've been warning. And now, now you're seeing it taking place in California. I said, if you get a rogue state, let's say, let's just take away the 501c3 period. Let's say nobody's a 501c3, but you're a corporation, they can legally still do it. And I said, if you get rogue leadership like what you have out in California, they can literally tell you the same thing as a corporation. You either do this or we're going to shut you down. You're seeing it almost taking place right now in California. I think they just came out, uh, the governor was waiting for this bill to come out where you talked about sexuality that you would be charged with a crime or something like that. Yeah from the pulpit. So there it is. And guess what, guys? They can legally do it. Why? Because you signed on the dotted line. And by the way, do you want to know what the definition of incorporated is? It means you are a fictitious entity. 
my gosh, see, do, do people understand the depth of this? It's, it's not that hard to figure out. You're a corporation. You're a fictitious entity. You're saying in the natural you're fictitious. You're fake. What does that have? What are the implications in the spirit when you do that? When you're 501c3, you're in covenant with Baal. I mean, we wonder why the church has gone astray, why the divorce rate, the abortion rate has gone skyrocketed through the roof, and we wonder why the church is going crazy. It's because there's a veil. It's under judgment right now, folks. You cannot be incorporated, and you cannot be a 501c3. It was never intended to be a business. This is why Jesus drove them out of the temple with a whip, the money changers. He said, my house will be a house of prayer. What you're going to see happen, I honestly believe this is what I sense coming, Sheila, is you're going to see the reputation of the church damaged to a point where you're already seeing a mass exodus, but you're going to see a huge mass exodus uh, fixing to come out. When all this stuff, the child sacrifice, the, the human trafficking, sex trafficking, because it's not just the Catholics, folks, you're going to find out it's other denominations been in this as well. And it's going to be damaged to the point that it's going to force people to go back to the New Testament church where they went out, Jesus sent them out in twos, because the gospel is supposed to be fluid. It's supposed to be constantly moving. It was never designed to be stuck in one geographical location inside four walls of a building. That's not church. And I believe it's going to damage the reputation. The sinners are certainly not going to want anything to do with it. So the only way you're going to get sinners saved is to go out and get them. In other words, you're the gospel. You're going to have to be moving with this gospel. Fluid. Well, I'll tell you what, we're not even as the church, Mark, we're not even a cheap knockoff of the original anymore. We are so far removed from what you just said, the book of Acts, which I consider to be a hand manual for Christian living. But who's even doing spiritual warfare in their churches, Mark? I've been in so many churches and it is nauseating. That's all it is, is it's based on this, you know, lascivious lifestyles of the rich and famous pastors. You got out Jesse Supplantis Duplantis the other day said, listen, I'm not asking for a $64 million jet. I'm just believing for it. Well, how does that work, Mark? Yeah, here's the problem is that, again, they're running this stuff as a business and the church was never designed to be a business. We, I mean, the original, I mean, I know there's a big controversy on this. The original writings were never said the word church. It said congregation. So if we go by that and you look at the word congregation, it means people. People are the actual congregation of God. If you look at the word church, it means building. So every time we refer to the church as the church, we're referring to the building itself, which is another word curse, if you ask me. Yeah. So again, you know, we... We've got to get back to New Testament roots, if you will, when the home churches, when people flood to the home churches and they start moving out and they become fluid with the gospel, you're going to see the power and authority return to God's congregation, the army of God, like has never been seen in the history of mankind. Because, you know, Paul Keith Davis said something about 12 years ago that, that stuck with me, and I believe he was correct. He said, this generation is not going to be able to be talked into the kingdom. They're going to have to be shown through signs, wonders, and miracles. And you can't do that sitting inside the four walls of a church. You can't do it. And you can't flow in signs, wonders, and miracles when you're in a curse. You can't do it. And they've been too geared on money, 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 wealth, and influence. Wealth and influence. That's all they've been talking about. And this, this prosperity gospel, the hyper-grace thing, has absolutely decimated the people of God. You've got people sitting in there literally believing for a miracle, believing for a miracle, and they're paying into a demonic system believing they're going to get something in return. And all the thing that happens is the upper echelon gets richer and richer while the, the congregation gets broker and broker. They're sick, in debt, broke, tore up, broke down, and they can't move forward. It's the mother of all Ponzi schemes, really. And you just mentioned something really interesting. Think about this, folks. Mark sixteen seventeen says this, and these signs 
shall follow. There's signs following folks. In my name, they're going to cast out devils. They shall speak with new tongues. They shall take up serpents. Oh, another thing. They're going to lay hands on the sick and they're going to recover. When do you even see an altar call nowadays? I mean, that's a joke. Yeah, absolutely. And that, and that's the part where here's something I, I've kind of wanted to do. And I, and I kind of make a joke of this, but it's really not a joke. Is that the whole tithing thing? It, you know, everybody's been geared on money, 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 money being your tithe. When in the New Testament, they, they bought first fruits. It was food. It may be clothing. You know, I, I'd like to, to kind of uh, walk into a mega church one day and roll a set of brand new tires right down the center of the aisle, <laughs> right down to, to the bottom. First, I, they wouldn't even let me in the door. But if I did get in the door and got that far, it's like you don't understand. What if those $800 tires was for an 80-year-old lady that didn't have the money? to buy tires, but that's my tithe. It doesn't always have to be money. And that's where they've got this mindset that given people that's always about money. And it's that extra incentive of return, so to speak. You know, you know when you do a, a word study on the, on the word uh, storehouse, bring your tithes to the storehouse. It actually means barn. So I think the reason we have so many homeless, the reason we have so many people out here that don't have what they need is because we're not feeding the storehouse. We're feeding the corporation. We should be bringing clothes in. What if we got a family in need? You know, when you have eight or ten people and you've got a barn out back and you've got stuff in there, hey, you got clothes you want to give uh, for your tithe? Yeah, bring them right here because we've got a family that could use them. Or, again, tires for a car. It doesn't always have to be money. That's my belief in all of this. But we have turned this thing into a corporation to where it's like this is why nobody's getting taken care of. You know, and again, you know, they become CEOs. They're not pastors. And we can get into a whole other subject here uh, called the clergy response team uh, that we haven't even talked about yeah, yet. Yeah, let's do that. And I mean, you know, so, I mean, it used to be that go back to when the, the black robe militia, the pastors, right at the Revolutionary War. These pastors would literally lay down their life to protect their flock, Sheila. They would literally pick up physical arms to protect their flock. The first shot that was fired in the Revolutionary War came from a pastor. So when you look at this, in contrast to today, what do you have? These guys wouldn't do that. Most of these guys would not do that. They're corporations. They will do anything to protect a corporation. They will do anything to protect the wealth and the influence, and they don't care who it hurts in the process. And that's how far we have come as far as the pulpit is concerned. Well, and let's talk about this uh, nightmare clergy response team, because this is a real thing. This is something that an allocated number of pastors, and of course, I've received emails from across the country telling me their church is as pure as the driven snowmark, but the practice of murdering 70 million babies and allowing Planned Parenthood to sell baby body parts for profit is a part of this. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the clergy response team uh, was designed and has been exposed. At 2014, they had 28,000 pastors. I don't know what that number's up to now. Uh, were you able to co- uh, confirm that with, what's his name? Yeah, Dan, actually, the well, they say there's up to at least 1.6 million. Wow. See, uh, this, this thing is huge. And see, here's the problem of the clergy response team. Originally under Obama and Bush and all these guys, because it was activated during Katrina, by the way. And it was originally uh, developed for these pastors to come in and get their flock, if you will, to give up their guns and get them under control in times of natural disaster or martial law, which martial law being the big one, because again, I believe that Hillary Clinton was going to come in and declare martial law, and we were all going to be rounded up into FEMA camps. Well, guess who the pastors were supposed to do? They were to get their flock under control and get them to yield to the government and say, you must control or uh, must submit control according to Romans 13. Even the government told them to go ahead and uh, pervert Romans 13, saying you must submit to civil government. And they were going to go around with the, uh, instead of sending SWAT teams, those who would resist, they would go around with these guys and talk to these people and get them to go into these internment camps, female internment camps, which are just another politically correct way of saying concentration camps. And then God knows what else they were fixing to do. And I think it was going to be another Holocaust because they're trying to literally wipe out the blood 
bloodline of Jesus Christ and bring in the bloodline of Satan is what they're trying to do, anyone who would resist. But these pastors were going along with this. And the other thing is that they're also reporting on people inside their congregation. that They sign non-disclosures with the government. So if you ask your pastor if he's part of the clergy response team, he's probably not going to say anything, because he can't. He's gonna, <laughs> he, he signed a non-disclosure. But here's the thing I want to point out, Sula, is that to me, this is the biggest form of treason you could have in the church. Amen. Are you kidding me? You're willing to sell out your flock to the government to put your flock in a concentration camp? They were willing to do that for benefits, once again benefits, because they were going to give them food and vaccinations and take care of them, but their flock was the ones that's going to, going to get busted for this. What I want to know is, whose name's on the list? Because I believe, I honestly believe that the, the flock has a right to know who is on that team. Oh, amen. And me and Dave have, for the last five years, have tried to get a list of names, and good luck with that. And, you know, so this is what people have to understand. We talked to Pastor Manfield, and he gave us some information and provided us package at one point. The clergy response team training is very telling, too. And it's forced population relocations. They identify, mark the troublemakers in their congregations. So what they do, it's under the National Emergency Centers Act. This is the Directive 645, and it mandates the establishment of these national emergency centers. It's like a carte blanche. Okay, if you're going to stir up crap, well, guess what? We're going to swoop in under the NDAA, and goodbye, Mark Taylor and Sheila Zelinsky. Right, right. And, and, and that was the whole, and again, the whole purpose of this thing, of the New World Order is to wipe out the bloodline of Jesus Christ and bring in the DNA of Satan. That's basically it in a nutshell. You see these stories of Walmarts that have closed or these FEMA camps where they had, what, a half a million coffins that were yeah. bringing brought in. I mean, so, folks, this is not conspiracy theory. This is exactly the information that's going to come out in the coming months, and you better be prepared because there's going to be some upset people. And it's, it's almost like a certain uh, individual or individual says they're not going to be safe to walk down the street, some of these politicians. It will be safe for them because when you find out who was actually behind this, it's going to blow your mind. But the point is, is that even trusting your pastor, going to him and saying something to him, if he's part of that team, forget it. He's a government agent is what he is. Well, and let's not forget, Mark, do you remember, we broke this, Dave and I, and I think Hagman's, why did the U.S. government purchase over 30,000 guillotines? Remember that? I mean, yeah. so we got we got <laughs> coffins and guillotines. That's, that's a red flag. Look, I, all I can tell people right now is when we say God performed a miracle November 8th, you're about to find out in the coming months when this information is dropped, you're about to find out just how truly massive a miracle God performed not just on America, but globally, because this what happens in America is going to start happening globally. We're already seeing it right now. And again, it's not going to be safe for these politicians to walk down the street. I believe some will even beg to be put into prison because people are going to be ready to lynch them over what they have done and what they had planned, literally. Well, and guess what the other pastors told me that I talked about this clergy response, Mark, and I'll end on this as far as that goes. These DHS documents that were prepared for these pastors, they clearly state that Scripture will not be used to oppress people. They're not allowed to even really, they say during a time of crisis, people do go through a crisis of faith. You know, it's not helpful to oppress and dominate with, with these scriptures. I mean, this it's unbelievable, Mark. Well, and the other thing too, is I want to point out is that this is not stuff we're making up. This is all stuff that's either in writing or 
like you said, these pastors have, who are a part of it, who insiders, came forward and are trying to expose it. This is where the information is coming from. So I want people to understand that. So again, this is coming from actual documentation uh, and actual uh, training manuals that these pastors who have been involved in it came out and didn't like what they were seeing, and they were exposing it. But it, that blows my mind. We're up to 1.2 million pastors possibly right now in this country that are part of this female response team. Now, here's the thing, is we got Florence hitting as we speak, so I'm wondering if the clergy response team is actually uh, being out there right now. That would give you an idea of who's maybe a part of the team. I'd be asking them, are you a part of the female response team, clergy response team? My question is this, Sheila, why won't they release the list? Because even the government knows when the flock finds out, they're going to lynch these guys. Oh, yeah. They're going to literally be so upset with these guys, these, it won't be safe for these guys to walk the street either. When they find out that they were ready to turn them into a concentration camp, See, right now, when you say concentration camp or FEMA camp, people are like, oh, you know, I just, I don't know if I believe that or not. Yeah, that's just going way out there. Folks, when the information comes out in the next few months, I'm just telling you now, it's going to rock this country to its core. And when you find out your pastors have been involved in some of this, again, it's going to rock the church to the core. Here we go again to what I was saying earlier. I feel like the reputation of the church is going to take a hit. The system is going to come crashing down, and the way we do church is not going to be the same as what we normally do. It will turn to a congregation where scripture talks, the Lord says that, you know, the foxes have dens, but I have no place to, to set my, arrest my head. It's because we've cut his head off. We've cut his head off the body, literally. Absolutely. Because we, we are not, as, the, as a church, we are under the systems, and God's trying to bring his people out to perform a rescue mission and say, look, I want you to become my congregation now, the army of God. And it's the, it's the remnant of God who is the true army of God right now who's having an effect. They don't even go to church. Most people don't even go to church, or they go to a home church. Well, and I think you're going to see a lot more people flooding out of there in droves. Listen, were you shocked? You know, all this stuff going on. Oh, of course, Trump bailed out of the climate accord. So it's Trump's fault, you know, Mark, that Hurricane Florence is is barreling down. I mean, the insanity. Is it all a new level to you? And are we being acclimated with harp and different things? And of course, witches can create different things over that gulf. I mean, with all the scalar waves and different things, do you think it's possible that they're increasing these things for more FEMA support? But also, oh, Category 5, this stuff is, this is going to just wipe out Florida. And then it, we now we see it's a Category 1. What is with right. all the hype lately? Well, I, I think what's happening is, Sheila, uh, behind the scenes, and, uh, and again, I know people are going to say this is way out there. I had three, possibly four things that the Lord showed me on this weather stuff, uh, as, you know, the California fires. The Lord showed me, and people were saying, oh, he's crazy. I had it literally vetted by one forty-six minute video by Dane Wigington. Now, if nobody's ever heard of Dane, I, I highly recommend you go to his website, geoengineeringwatch.org. Every answer you want, you can spend six months on that website. This man has the proof of what's been going on, and he even vetted and verified that, yes, they have the technology to create hurricanes, steer them, this, that, and the other. I'm not so sure with some of the stuff that was going down that it, it was a Cat five or Cat 4 or 5 coming in. This thing was coming in hot, yeah. and then God said not. And so it, I think it's two, twofold. One, I think that the Army of God is doing their job and warring against this thing. But what we have to realize is that there's technology behind this, Sheila. We've got to get to the root. We've got to be praying against the technology behind this, the weather stuff. They have the technology to create these storms, earthquakes, all this stuff. This guy verifies every bit of it and exposes every bit of it. Yeah, I've had now, him on in the past, and I'm going to say Dane's very good, just FYI. Absolutely, and even Kevin Shipp introduces him, which gives him even more validity. But I think if you noticed yesterday, all of the, uh, we had 13 observatories worldwide went down, the cameras went down. That's a little strange, don't you think? <laughs> and then all of a sudden, this thing gets downgraded to a Cat 1. 
little curious, Mark. Yeah, so I'm thinking that maybe the president and the White Hats were sending a message to the cabal that you're no longer in control, that we now are controlling this. So I'm wondering if they were somehow went into the storm technology-wise where they couldn't see it with the cameras from these observatories and kind of took this thing down a little bit. Now, I don't know that to be the truth, but what I'm saying is it's awfully curious that some of this stuff was going on. But he verified all kinds of stuff on that website for me. I mean, you know, when Irma came right over my house, Harvey went to Texas. There was no coincidence that this stuff went to to Florida and Texas because Florida and Texas went to Trump. It was retaliation. But then I asked the Lord, I said, Lord, I said, why in the world would the cabal send these things like this? He said, Mark, it was was retaliation for backing out of the uh, Paris Climate Accord. And so it was the cabal who actually sent these things and steered them into this. Now, if you'll notice that when Irma started coming in, they couldn't figure out which way this thing was going. They kind of hyped that thing up, but, you know, it was just, it was massive in size. But that's because I believe the warriors of God were standing in the way of this thing. The technology was on one side the warrior guys on the other and this thing didn't really know which way to go and i know where these guys are pretty good at knowing where, where it's going to come in so i so, is some of this hyping up i think they're just trying to cover their tracks sheila in a, in a lot of sense i do know that technology is behind this but i honestly am starting to believe that there was a message sent no nope, you're not in control anymore over florence that's why this thing got downgraded so fast and when have you seen a hurricane get downgraded that fast Oh, yeah. Well, a witch told me, an ex-witch out of Africa, said, listen, yeah, we can control weather through high-level witchcraft, through 5G, the scalar technologies. I mean, Mark, it's not surprising that with the heavy-level witchcraft attack that people, when you say witchcraft, the the church just tunes right out, don't they? Absolutely, they do. And here's the other thing. You know, he confirmed the fires, uh, like I was saying for a while. Uh, You know, we confirmed that prophecy I wrote called Satan's Frequency. You know, Lord was showing me, you know, we all have heavy metal toxicity. And what we've become, we've become antennas. This took on a whole new meaning even when I was listening to this gentleman's video, because it's like when God says, don't tune into Satan's frequency, there's a reason why, folks, because you are a walking antenna right now with these frequencies are shooting out into the airwaves right now. So when you listen to the news media, you get agitated, angry, you feel like you want to kill somebody. That's why it's designed to do that. You're becoming an antenna. That's why I tell people, you have to be careful. We want to be uh, abreast of what's going on so that we know how to pray but we also have to have a balance of good things in our life because you have to keep that in check. And it's just some things that you just have to fight, and that's one of them. The other thing that, that they're pulling out is like in California right now with the fires. The reason these fires, and when you look at California, these guys have the most experienced brush firefighters probably in the world. And when these guys tell you these fires are exploding and they can't control them, there's something wrong. And you can take it to the bank. Now I understand why they're, the Lord was showing me. It's like this is why they're exploding. is because they have saturated the foliage with the chemtrails, and it's aluminum oxide as part of the the chemicals that they spray. Well, if you look at aluminum, it burns at 1,200 degrees. So they're no longer fighting a Class A fire, which is wood and paper products. They're fighting a Class D fire, which is a metal fire, which is why they can't control it. You're looking at why are we sick, and all this stuff's on that gentleman's website. So I, I encourage people to go to that website, get educated. You've got to have the knowledge. Without knowledge, we perish. So you've got to have the knowledge so that we know how to pray. So there is technology behind all of this stuff uh, that's going on right now. And I think also, see, this is a big reason why we're misinterpreting the seasons of time that we're in. Because when you look at the technology behind this stuff, and it's vetted and verified, is that they've almost got the technology to make it look like and give the perception that biblical prophecy is coming to pass. When, in fact, God's granting us some time here to get control of some of this stuff. But in the meantime, we have to... God didn't say that he was going to move our mountain, Mark. We right. we need to be really applying spiritual warfare. And we have dominion over all the earth. That is not dominion theology, by the way. <laughs> right. Faith without works is dead. So we have to get involved somewhere, whatever it is. You know, and I, and I try to encourage people. Look, most people, Sheila, they've been indoctrinated. Again, here we go with the system. 
We're dealing with the system. It indoctrinates people into thinking that we've only got two or three years left. They lose hope. When you lose hope, you lose the will to fight. And what God is saying is, no, I'm granting you some more time here. We really don't know the time that Jesus will come back. He could come back before we finish this show. So I'm not saying when he's coming back, but I think what the Lord is saying is, you occupy till I come. Stop looking at the storm. Stop looking at the obstacles. You just storm the beaches and move inland. And that's what we have to have the mentality, is that it doesn't matter what is standing in front of us. We need to storm the beaches, period. Well, and talk about, I I think this is worth repeating about storming the beaches again, because it's like spiritual triage and go to the next one. Talk a little bit about that. But, you know, when this whole thing started, you know, the Lord showed me there's a World War II component to this whole thing. You know, in World War I, the New World Order rose. We kicked them back. World War II, it rose again. We kicked them back, but we didn't finish it. And this is why they're rising again. And so what's happening is, he says, there's a World War II component because the New World Order is rising again for the third time. And so there's a D-Day component to this whole thing. And, you know, America will be used as the hub like England was, where you have money, manpower pouring in. You know, these guys were on those ships for three days, and they were the storm was there. And all they could, they were, a lot of these guys were seasick, period, before they hit the beaches. And so that's where a lot of the body of Christ is at right now. They're on these ships, approaching shore. They're being rocked to and fro because they're not involved or they've been indoctrinated, and they wonder why the world's getting rocked right now. Is because you've got to get out of the ship. You've got to mature to a point where you where you get promoted out of the ship and in the landing craft. So you've got those that are focused on the storm. They're sick. They're being tossed to and fro. Well, you've got others that are matured, and they've, they've graduated out, and they're in the landing craft. They're approaching the beaches. But you, now they've got obstacles in the way because there were obstacles placed on the beaches to keep the armor from landing. These folks are now focusing on the obstacles. Well, the obstacle may be different for every single person. It could be, you know, uh, the economy. It could be whatever the case may be. You know, I don't know. It's different for every person. But you're focusing on the obstacle. And what the Lord is saying is that you need to be focused on the mission. And then you've got the, the army of God. The army of God are hitting the beaches. They're mature enough. They don't focus on the storm because there's a storm coming, believe me. They don't focus on the obstacles. They focus on the mission. They're storming the beaches. They're moving inland. They're taking ground for the kingdom of God, and they're holding that ground at all costs. And I hate to be the bearer of bad news, Sheila, but most of it is not the churches, period, like we've been talking about. Most of this is being done by people who don't even go to church or they're in a home group. They're not part of a corporation or a 501c3. It's the army of God. It's the remnant, which is where when you think about the power and authority that God wants to release upon this earth, upon his congregation, and this is why we're performing the rescue mission, Think about it. If, 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 if we had, yeah, you take a mega church, 30,000 people. I mean, literally, that's an invasion force. And you dump those out on the streets of a major city, you could turn a city over overnight. Yeah. And, but they won't do it. They won't get outside of the four walls. And that's the problem. This is where we've been indoctrinated into the system. It's the system that's controlling us. When God's saying, no, I need you to control it. I believe when Jesus was up on the mountain and he was being tempted by Satan, and he showed him all the kingdoms of this earth, I believe a lot of that was the systems. The Lord had me go back and rewrite General Eisenhower's D-Day speech and address it. He said, I want you to address it to my army. I didn't fully understand. You know, I went back and rewrote it. It's on my website. I didn't really understand what it was for. Now I'm understanding more what it's for because we're about to hit the beaches. We're about to hit a spiritual Normandy. When this storm starts in the country, that's the spiritual Normandy. And I know what the Lord's telling me. He's saying, I want you to really release the speech on that day because they're going to need this encouragement when this starts. Can I read that out loud? Sure, absolutely. 
Apostles, prophets, evangelists, preachers, and teachers, men and women of the army of God, you are about to embark upon a great crusade toward which we have striven since all creation. The eyes of the world and all of heaven are upon you. The hopes and prayers of liberty-loving people everywhere march with you. In company with our brothers and sisters in arms, in other fronts, you will bring about the destruction of the satanic war machine, the elimination of a demonic tyranny over the oppressed peoples of the earth and security for ourselves and a free world. Your task will not be easy. Your enemy is well-trained, well-equipped, and battle-hardened. He will fight savagely, but now is the time. Much has happened since the demonic triumphs of years past. The body of Christ has inflicted upon demonic great defeats in the spiritual and natural realms. Our spiritual offensive has seriously reduced their strength in the air and their capacity to wage war on the ground. And we'll throw in underground. I've given you an overwhelming superiority in weapons for your warfare and placed at your disposal great reserves of trained fighting men and women from the body of Christ. The tide has turned. The free men and women of my army are marching together in victory. Have full confidence in your courage, devotion to duty and skill in the battle. We will accept nothing less than full victory for this is a great and noble undertaking. And the victory is yours, your supreme commander, God. That's powerful, Mark. Yeah, that's that's for now. I mean, especially in the next few months when this information gets released and this stuff starts breaking loose, that's for encouragement right now. Because, I mean, there's going to be people that are going to be walking in fear. You know, we've never crossed this line before in the history of man. And there's going to be things that are going to be taken on that's never been taken on in the history of man right now. So, I mean, again, we need to be in this fight. We need to have the courage. Be careful who you follow and I mean that even evangelical leader-wise. Be careful who you follow like we've been talking in here, because if these guys are not pastors, they're CEOs, or they're in the clergy response team, you don't need to be following some of these people. So be very careful. I'm not saying all of them. What we're saying is just be very careful right now. You have to use discernment and uh, be encouraged, because we're going to win this battle. And I think people have to get off. they got to get off all these doom and gloom purveyors, don't they? Absolutely, they do we have to go back to why are they doing that is because they're tapped into Satan's frequency. Even the leaders are. Sheila, I went to a church one time right after I retired. I could not believe the words that came out of this man's mouth. He wow. looked at this 1,200 people congregation, which by today's standard is not big, but it was to me at the time. But 1,200 people congregation, he looked at him and said, folks, the new world order is coming and there's nothing you can do about it. Whoa. You might as well just sit back and just let it happen. And I, I looked at my wife and I said, did I just hear that correctly? Are you kidding me? You just told your entire flock to lay down their weapons of warfare and let them steamroll over you. This has been the problem for decades, is that these pastors have been leading their sheep astray, robbing them of hope, indoctrinating them with this junk, thinking that they can't fight and turn it around. You're fixing to see different, folks. If God was not intending to turn something around, why did he allow us to win November 8th? Period. That's Amen. what you got to ask yourself. If we were truly under judgment, God would have let Hillary Clinton have this thing, and this thing would have already been over with. We'd have been in World War III, they'd have been in our underground bunkers, and it had all been over with. To ask yourself, why are we winning? We're going to continue to win. Well, we're going to continue to win as long as the body of Christ doesn't let up on their spiritual warfare, because I think that is really making the difference, Mark. And I want to clarify this. When you say we're not under judgment, don't get us wrong, folks. The counterfeit church, it is under judgment, isn't it? It's the systems that are under judgment, which is why God's trying to get this information out to people and say, look, this is not a game. You need to come out of the Babylonian systems now, because that train is moving at warp speed across the line of the point of no return. And you're seeing it, ministry after ministry, 
You're going to see these ministries go down in flames. You know, the doors are going to shut. People are going to be sick and tired of it. They're going to walk away. The fund, their funds are going to dry up, you know, whatever the case may be. And you're going to see this huge movement, I believe, in the, in the home churches right now because they can't be controlled. That's where the true power and authority is going to be when you're not under the thumb and control of Baal or Jezebel. You know what I mean? You're under the headship of the Lord Jesus Christ himself, which is where the signs, wonders, and miracles come from, the power and authority. Amen. Well, listen, um, okay, so Mark, I want in the last little part of the show, I want people to stand in agreement with us and pray. Let's uh, tag team like we usually do. God's been really showing me the importance of us coming in agreement. So you know what, folks, as we're doing this prayer, you stand in agreement with us as Mark and I pray right now. Mark, you start us off. Okay, yeah, I feel led right now. I feel like it's very important right now, Sheila, to be praying for the president and his safety and the family right now because, again, when this stuff breaks loose, because they're coming at him tooth and nail right now. So I think that's really a priority right now and to protect this country. So, Father, right now in the name of Jesus, we just lift up President Trump and his family to you right now, Lord. Father, we decree and declare that not one hair on this man's head or his family's head will be harmed. Father, we, we cover them in the blood of Jesus right now, Lord. And all those who are in covenant with him, who support him, Lord, who have his back, we cover them in the blood of Jesus right now. All those that are in leadership that are trying to expose the corruption and take it down, we cover them in the blood of Jesus. We ask that you would release your protecting angels around them, Lord, and we decree and declare they would stand shoulder to shoulder so no evil could penetrate. We decree and declare Zechariah 2.5 around them right now, and around this country as well, Lord. A wall of fire with your glory in the center of it, that no witchcraft, no voodoo, no hex, no vex, no word curse, no power, no principality, no demon in hell can penetrate right now. Lord, we ask that your protecting angels would stand watch all around the border of the United States, and we decree and declare that they would stand sword or source, no evil can penetrate us. Lord, we just ask you move forward with your mission to clean up the corruption in this country and globally right now, Lord, that we as your army, the eyes of the spiritual eyes and ears of those who are blind and deaf would be opened right now, that they would get activated right now, Lord. We activate them right now in the name of Jesus. We activate these people. There's still hope in them, the will to fight right now, Lord, to come forward, because we need every soldier we can get right now in this fight. Lord, when the, when the time comes, when the roundup comes to round these people who are corrupt up, we pray for faith, unshakable faith in the army of God, Lord, that we will stand together shoulder to shoulder, and we will take the fight to the enemy, Lord. We will take ground for the kingdom of God, and we will hold that ground at all costs. We just ask for supernatural strength to do that spiritually, physically, and emotionally right now, Father. I pray for everyone under the sound of my voice who may need healing right now, Lord, who may be in a hospital bed right now, Lord, who maybe even think because they're bedridden they can't get in this fight. Lord, I speak to their spirits right now and command them to rise in the name of Jesus and that you can fight this fight right where you're at right now. And the Lord will give you the strength to do it right there. So, Father, we thank you for what you're going to do in this country. This turnover from the corruption will go to the righteous, Father. We decree it, we declare it over America and globally right now that the righteous will be in control. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Father, we do. We all on this call, we come in agreement. We thank you for giving us authority, dominion, and power over all the power of the enemy. And right now, Father, in the name of Jesus, we take authority over every principality and power and throne and wicked spirit and ruler in the high places, in the air, on the land, in the water, under the sea, and underground, as Marcus said before you've shown him. We bind cage, chain of command, every devil curse or assignment that's being sent to Trump. We send it back to the 
sender seven times, Father, in the name of Jesus. We ask you to put a wall of fire of the Holy Ghost around him. Satan, we bind you, rebuke you, and render you powerless over the President of the United States. In the name of Jesus, we bind in everlasting chains all these watcher spirits, the eavesdropper spirits, the human spirits that travel by astral projection, Lord, the divination and the witchcraft spirits. We cut off Jezebel, Leviathan, Serpent, Python, Cobra, Baphomet, every imp, demon, power from the grave, death and hell, and every demonic entity that form these barriers, watch these gates, and force these walls, and form these weapons. We bind you, and we break your power, and we command you to go now to the feet of Jesus to be tormented before your time. We bind the strong man that's been assigned to President Donald J. Trump, and we bind that prince of the power of the air, and we thank you, Father, right now that you are sending legions of your mighty warring angels to stand shoulder to shoulder around President Donald Trump. We take authority over every wicked spirit, evil angel, familiar spirit, ancestral spirit, all hexes, vexes, curses, incantations, charms, rituals, altars, sacrifices, pentagrams, ligatures, fetters, chains, ley lines. Father, we bind and break all those spirits of witchcraft that not only that have been assigned against Donald J. Trump, Father, but all of us in the body of Christ, Father, that are experiencing heavy-duty stuff. We bind the curses right back to the demons right now in Jesus' name, Father. We do. We send those things back upon the sender seven times. We cover Donald Trump, the White House, his family, and all his allies with the blood of Jesus right now. We ask you, Father, to anoint Donald Trump with a fresh anointing of your love, a fresh anointing of your grace, a fresh anointing of your discernment. Grant him words of wisdom, words of knowledge, Father, and even prophecy and the discerning of spirits as you did your righteous kings of old father we decree right now father that our enemies are turning on each other right now just like in second chronicles 22 and your justice will come down like a mighty hammer on these evil doers and we thank you that right now all these evil deeds are being arrested and that every curse from the kingdom of darkness will fall upon those sending it we give you the honor the glory and the praise and we thank you for what you're doing in jesus mighty name we pray amen and amen Amen. Amen. Well, Mark, Trump Prophecy, the movie, comes out on October 2nd and 4th. You have to order your tickets ahead of time, folks. I've got the Fathom Events website linked there. Mark's website is linked there below as well in the description. SwordRescue.com, S-O-R-D-Rescue.com. Links to the movie Twitter and Facebook page. Hey, you know what's happening with Facebook. So do support them over there and be praying over that movie because there's already a lot happening. Mark, it is always such a pleasure to have you come on and weigh in. Thank you so much, and God bless you, sir, for all your amazing work. Uh, thank you for having me. It's always an honor to be here. Well, we are out of time, folks. Hey, don't forget, I'm sending out a newsletter tomorrow. So go to Sheila.media, that's www.sheila.media, and do subscribe to my e-newsletter. Stay in the loop. Thanks for tuning into the broadcast. We'll see you real soon. Good night, and God bless.